Hello everyone, welcome back to the Elevated Self podcast. I am so very excited for this soul chat today. I have my my beautiful Brooklyn on here, um, who is a gentle soul that I connected with actually over Instagram um, and instantly felt called to um, seek a deeper connection with her. She's all about raising her vibration. She's a certified um, sound healer which I thought was very, very interesting. And I've always been very um, intrigued and curious to dive deeper into what that would look like. Um, so hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. No worries at all. So awesome to have you on here. Um, and I thought we could kind of uh, start it with you um, kind of explaining a little bit about yourself, um, just maybe sharing your three top values and three things that excite you, just because this is actually the first time we've met, which is really, really special. Oh, fun, fun, fun. Um, three top values for me, definitely um, health is like right up there, extremely important for me overall. Um, and like freedom. Freedom and community connection. Those are all, those probably my top three values. And it's exciting. Do you mean like in the wellness space or do you mean just in general? Like what is exciting me like at this moment? Yeah, just in general, like three things like that just super excite you and light you up. Ooh, I've really gotten into cooking lately, especially with us being in lockdown here in the U.S. where I am um we've been in lockdown for two months now so it's like I've been doing a lot of home cooking so that's been really fun and exciting I mean I've always loved to cook but it's kind of like we've been stepping up our game a little bit with that the past couple months um so that's really fun um I've also like gotten into I don't know if you're familiar with yoga nidra at all but it is like a kind of a type of a guided meditation practice that I've recently started doing and I'm obsessed with it obsessed with it that's actually Um, how I how I fell in love with yoga was attending yoga nature classes I was like this is great I can just lie here for half an hour and just be guided so good gorgeous I it really is lovely I've been so that is super exciting to me lately I've been loving that Mm. um and something else exciting I think just I mean like I said we were in lockdown so there's not really a whole lot going on around here but like taking baths for me lately has just been like the most nourishing just like absolute bliss and like a little slice of heaven (laughs) so that has been very exciting kind of like you know spicing up my self-care routine a little bit I didn't have a bathtub for many, many years. So when I got my last apartment, it was like a non-negotiable for me to have a bathtub. (laughs) That's so awesome. Do you make it really special with like candles? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's sick. I've been, I know this is kind of funny, but I've been listening to like crackling fireplace sounds. That is like my new favorite thing to listen to when I'm in the bath because wow. I don't have a fireplace and I love the sound of like fire mm. like wood crackling so that has been my jam lately wow <laughs> I love that and I remember yeah. 
when I was uh, studying uh, just back in high school, I would play like rain on a tin roof when I was studying. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. It's just so beautiful. Like I love falling asleep to rain. Nature sounds in general are just Mm. the best. So relaxing. Gosh, yeah. And I guess Mm -hmm. we'll dive into all of that in a Mm -hmm. um, very second. Um, But I start every potty the same way. Um, It was really special to actually get to know you a bit more, which is really cool. And it's funny, our three values um, are very similar, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is really nice. And I feel like that could be why we're so cool, what I felt so cool to connect with you. But I start every potty just on that positive high note. Um, if you just want to share the best thing that has happened to you today so far. That would have to be my bath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when, oh yeah. Honestly, I haven't left the house. I've been in like my pajamas all day, just cozy, just a nice slow yeah. day and a good bath. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> that's gorgeous. Because where you're in the U.S.? Yeah, I'm in the western part of the U.S. So it's winter here. It's raining pretty much every day where I am right now, rainy season. So lots of baths and just kind of like staying in, hibernating right now. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. Mine's very opposite. I've been um, boogie boarding actually this today, which was really fun. fun. Yeah, I've forgotten how fun boogie boarding was. I feel like you can't. Oh my gosh, I haven't done that since I was a kid. I know, neither. And I feel like you can't not smile when you when you're riding a wave on a boogie board. It's absolutely just impossible. <laughs> so oh, that was really amazing. Fun. That was probably that's the best thing so fun. Today. Oh yeah, we're sweltering one. hot here today, so it's so funny oh, hearing yeah. you wanting to get cozy up. Oh over. yeah, I'm just like I've got blankets all around me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Amazing. Cool. All right, my gorgeous gal. Would you mind kind of diving deep into your journey and explaining how you've got to where you are right now as a certified sound healer um, and sharing what was kind of your experience with heading to here? Absolutely. So my journey started about six years ago and it was really Um, centered around food at the time. So I grew up eating what we call here as like the standard American diet, which is, you know, processed junk foods and all heavy and meat and dairy and things like that. Um, And then when I turned 25, it was like, I had watched a few documentaries, I started like understanding like really what was going on in like food industry, and then how I started like actually learning about food as medicine, which is a concept I'd never heard of before at all. And so I just, uh, my partner and I adopted a plant-based lifestyle. And from there, it's just like my life completely changed so, so fast. It was, food was really the catalyst for my spiritual awakening, awakening 1000%. It's like, as soon as I started to change up my diet and like So I guess let's talk about this for a second. So food really is energy, which is vibration. So like everything in the universe we know is vibrating. Everything is in motion. So when it comes to food, you can think about there are foods that are high vibration and then foods that have very low vibration. So when you think about things that would have a high vibration, that is things like 
raw fruits and vegetables, things grown from the earth, you know, they have that um, life force energy to them. And then versus kind of processed foods Mm -hmm. and stuff that are very low in vibration. So when you start to clean up your diet and take out those really low vibrational foods and start incorporating like the raw fruits and the vegetables and leafy greens and all of that, it's just like takes you up like a whole other level. And like, for me, it was just like, I just woke up and like, (laughs) you don't know that you're asleep until you wake up. Yeah. So I was just, you know, it was like happening to me. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like I'm seeing the world through like a whole different lens, Mm. which was just so, so beautiful. And it's awesome. So um, as a rule of thumb, food from the earth directly is a high vibrational mm -hmm. food. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Um, What else was I going to say about that? I already lost my train of thought. Um, you were talking about um a plant-based diet for you was really waking you up and making you feel energized and oh yeah so I think like the main thing that I noticed right away from it was like the energy Mm -hmm. which is like I didn't realize before the lack of energy and like lethargy that I just had naturally as just like my baseline and so incorporating like the plant-based diet was just like wow, my energy levels are like skyrocketing. I've never felt clearer minded, like the brain fog just completely went away. I was just honestly feeling better than I ever felt in my life. And so when people would be like, is this hard? Like, obviously, like you're depriving yourself of so much, but it was like, it never really felt like deprivation to me at all. Because the benefits were just, they just outweighed, you know, anything. Mm. So for me, it's like, it hasn't been deprivation. Honestly, it has, I've eaten way better foods like plant-based just because I've like learned to cook for myself, which I'd never done before. You know, I was never cooking anything before this. Um, I feel like it would be like. Quite common, quite common in the US. Everyone's buying takeout and oh yeah, mm. takeout or just like whatever is just fast and easy. So mm. it's like takeout or it's like just throw something in the microwave. Like it was never about like slowing down and like cooking and preparing a meal for yourself. Like that's just not that common here. So that was just like one of those things that I had to learn to do because especially at the time. So this would have been six years ago. And like the town that I was living in, it wasn't vegan friendly at all. Oh, wow. So like eating out at restaurants was, it was like difficult to find things to eat at restaurants at that time. Um, I know it's changed so much in the past, like six years or so, Mm. like it's just booming and you can find, you know, plant-based options anywhere pretty much um, on menus nowadays. But at that time, like eating out, it was harder eating out. So then it's just kind of like I had to learn to cook and just being able to control the ingredients and like know what is actually being in the food versus like you have no idea when you eat out what they're putting in the food. So, um, so yeah, that has been like 
a really, that was just like a really awesome, like part of the journey was just like cleaning up my body, clearing the mind. Like that was just kind of, so that was that first like spiritual awakening I had. I started to question literally everything in my life (laughs) at the time. So it's like, I started thinking like, wow, like all of these things that I believe to be true, like most of them aren't even actually my beliefs. Mm -hmm. Like I just picked them up along the way and never questioned anything that I was told. So it has been like a massive deconditioning process for me too, of just like looking at every single belief that I have and saying, is this really true for me? Or is this someone else's belief that I picked up? Yep. Or is this empowering me? Or is this, um, yeah, I've as well started saying like, if I have like a limiting belief, like um, Mm -hmm. who's actually said that? And then it puts me in the uh, mindset of Mm. actually no one's even said that. This is just something that I've just conjured up in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, even the beliefs that I have now, I'm not going to have, I might not have them in a year or five years or 10 years from now, you know, we're always changing. We're always Mm. evolving, but that has been a huge, huge process along the journey is just kind of like, being rid of all of the old programming that I had because I honestly was just kind of like sleepwalking through life. You know, I wasn't really passionate about anything. I wasn't excited, lit up. Like I was just kind of like going through the motions for a really, really long time. Um, and so like the food component was like a huge part of just kind of like shaking me out of that and waking up to my potential Mm -hmm. Um, yeah that's so cool yeah so I just had a couple little notes here um kind of like going along after the food component it was like I got super 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 excited about like the whole health and wellness space in general And then I was obsessed with like taking every toxic thing out of my environment. So it was like, you know, going through all of the household cleaning products and then just every little thing, every component of my life. I was just fully committed to this lifestyle of living just non-toxic as natural as possible and just getting back to nature getting back to living you know with the rhythms of the seasons and kind of all of that which has just been just so beautiful because it's just allowed me to connect with myself in a way that I just I just never had you know and I think another huge huge part of my connecting with myself was when I finally decided to go off uh, birth control or taking the pill that Um, was like truly a transformation happened when I went off of that because it was like my zest for life came back and I didn't realize how like numb I was before when I was on it and so that was just like that was kind of the second time I had like a huge up level 
like I just felt like right after I got because I was like you know I was going through this process of questioning like everything in my life Mm -hmm. and then the you know I still had I was like man you know I'm still taking birth control and I'm like I know this isn't good for my body at all why am Mm -hmm. I doing this like why and so I made the decision to go off of it and yeah it was just profound I am I knew we were called to talk for a reason I am I'm actually getting emotional talking about this because I resonate so deeply with what you've just shared I've just recently come off contraception as well as a result of Mm -hmm. questioning and realizing well how long am I going to be on this thing that manipulates Mm -hmm. my hormones Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it I literally have been feeling the same that I am actually refinding my zest for life and I'm enjoying play and I'm not just like um like it felt like I was kind of just like wandering like I Mm -hmm. I didn't have yeah wow it's so interesting how it affects us that much I think it's Mm -hmm. just such a it's such a common thing that we all use but yeah there's got to be more to it Mm -hmm. there's got to be a better way yeah absolutely wow I know it's and I had been on it and the reason that I started taking in the first place was just for um like breakouts you know like acne and stuff so it's like I was like what am I doing Mm. Um, yeah I remember going on like the highest dose there was right before leading up to my school ball in high school because I wanted to get rid of acne yeah And, and then it's like years and years and years go by and it's like we're not even questioning like is this good for us Mm. you know it's just become part of our routine or something that um, becomes part of our identity we wake up every day Mm -hmm. and we take this pill we don't even it's just the routine we don't we're not even conscious of it anymore Mm -hmm. wow so how long ago was this um so this would have been I think this was about four years ago cool awesome yeah And and then where'd you go and then after that, so I'm trying, so I was just kind of continuing. I was getting really into yoga at the time. Um, I'd kind of like dabbled in and out of like yoga, you know, since I was a teenager and I started getting really back into yoga at this time. I started kind of getting in and out of meditation a little bit. I hadn't quite found like what worked for me there, but I was very like intrigued and curious by it. You know, like I wanted to make it a part mm-hmm. of my lifestyle. I just couldn't quite find what worked for me there. During this whole time, I was in a job, in a corporate job, working at a desk that I didn't know that I hated until one day when I was just like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing in this job? Like, why am I here? What have I done to myself? Like, this isn't me at all. Like, so I started feeling super, super unfulfilled, like not at all passionate about the work that I was doing. I kind of just felt like I was just like a hamster running on the hamster wheel, you know, I'm like, where am I going? I went to university and then I got a job in the field that I studied in school. So it's like, in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm doing exactly what I went to school for. Like, you know, this is so cool. A lot of people, 
you know, end up changing their mind and doing something completely different. So I'm like, I felt proud about that. Like I got my corporate job like a month after I graduated. So I was like, this is amazing. But then it's like, later on, I realized I didn't even want any of this at all to begin with. Mm. Um, You've just ticked the societal key of success. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's like, I just started feeling like absolutely so unhappy in my job, which went on for a very long time because I was just so scared to quit. I had no idea what I was going to do with my life at all. Like just feeling so lost, so alone, needing direction, like just having no idea, like what's my purpose? What's my purpose? Like I would go on a walk at, on my lunch break at work, like outside. And I would just be like asking the universe, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? Like, show me what my purpose is. Like I'm miserable. Like what's my purpose? And I would just honestly go every day for a walk and just ask, like, just show me, just show me. Cause I literally, I felt so like alone and just like lost. And I like, I feel like it like almost makes me emotional thinking about it right now because it's like, I just like that feeling of just like not knowing what your future holds and like knowing that you're meant for so much more, but you have no idea where it's going or what the next step is, what the first step is. Mm. Oh, we know. You know, so I was, yeah. So I was just like really going through this really tough period um, like mentally, emotionally of just, you know, like this, I was feeling so good in like my physical body and like, you know, eating healthy and like feeling vibrant and all, but it's like, I couldn't ignore this other part of my life, which was my career and something that is a huge part of my life because I was spending 40 hours a week at this job. Mm. So, I mean, that's a lot of time. It's often and more time than we spend at home, hey? It is. It is more time. Mm. So I was going through a really, really, really hard period for a couple of years at that time. And it was also the time when my health just like then completely like tanked on me, just kind of like what felt like it was out of the blue, like to the point where I was so fatigued I couldn't leave my bed I was so dizzy I couldn't drive for weeks weeks of just being completely dizzy just insane fatigue couldn't get through the day without like needing to take a nap like multiple times a day so 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 bad so I saw a functional medicine doctor and we discovered that I had like severe stage three adrenal fatigue um and it was just like he was pretty much like these this is like the worst that I've seen in someone your age he was like I don't even know how you were going to work at all let alone getting out of bed because I was still trying to go to work at this time like I was going into the office and then I would get so dizzy that I'd have to have somebody come pick me up from work it was really really bad and so here again, I'm just like fighting my body, essentially, when I should be at home, resting, recovering and getting better. I am 
forcing myself to go in to the office to be productive. We're shooting on ourselves, you know, we should be doing this, we should be doing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. instead of just listening. For sure. And I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening for a very, 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 very long time. Um, I basically like learned that I had been operating in fight or flight mode pretty much my whole life, like chronic, just fight or flight, like stress was just like really severe for me. And I, I think like the work stress was super like difficult and like a lot of work stress, but I think it's just been ongoing kind of like my whole life, just like this low level stress and just kind of like always being on the go, like this society that we live in, that it's always like, you know, do, do, do more, more, more. Like it is breeds burnout in people. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can't keep up with that. We're not designed to. A hundred percent. And it's so common at the moment as well. It's like this, um, this fast paced society that if you're not keeping up with it, then you're ostracized or you're made fun of or ridiculed. Mm -hmm. It's like this competition who can do more, who can be, who can be the fastest, do it quickest. Right. And yeah, I mean, it's, we're not designed for that at all. And so I just, I, because I wouldn't stop, my body forced me to stop and slow down. So after that, that was a little over two years ago now. And ever since that, that was like a wake up call for me. It was like a rock bottom. From there, it was like, okay, it is time to really make some changes in my life because I can't go on like this anymore. My body physically won't let me go on like this Mm. anymore. Like it is shutting down on me. It is telling me loud and clear, like, no, you got to get out of this job. This job is like making you miserable, you know? So even though all of that, I still stayed at my job for another year because (laughs) kept talking myself out of leaving because paycheck and Mm -hmm. benefits and all of these things that it's like they trap you. And it's just so hard to walk away from, especially when you have no clue what you're going to do with your life. Mm -hmm. It's like that that safety net almost. eh? It's, it's comfortable. It, it, it's ideal mm-hmm. and comfortable, but it's so it allows you to ignore the actual effect it's having on you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I still stayed in my job for almost another year, but in those two, in that time, I had really been like, okay, I need to start working, like doing some deep inner work now because I had been, you know, obviously doing like the food component and all of that but it was like I need to really start going deep and digging deep within and really like working on kind of sorting out my emotions you know we are taught to suppress our emotions Mm. um growing up you know it's like you know don't show you know I mean it's I guess it's easier for for women to show our emotions because you know a lot of times men are considered weak for showing emotion but you know even women are considered like oh she's overly emotional Mm. um so yeah we definitely learn to suppress our emotions 
it's that whole um, be seen and not heard that we're told as mm-hmm. kids. It's the, mm-hmm. and that's our most impressionable ages. It's where mm-hmm. we learn our beliefs and our values and our morals and our behaviors. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of unlearning now, isn't it? <laughs> oh, absolutely. It is a lot of unlearning. And so I was like really just starting to deal with like all of this emotional stuff that I had been suppressing for years and years and years, like that has just been like trapped in the body because when we don't fully feel and express our emotions as they're happening to us, what happens is they get stuck in the body and they become stored in the organs, muscles, and tissues. And they can, you know, remain stuck in there for years and years and decades, you know? So it takes, you know, certain practices to bring those emotions back up to the surface so they can be released. So this is when I started. So I went to a yoga festival. Um, This was about like a year and a half ago. And this is where I first learned about sound healing. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I had heard about like sound baths before, kind of like in the health and wellness um, communities and stuff. I'd heard about sound baths and like, I was always kind of like intrigued. I'm like, that sounds really interesting. Like, oh, you can just like lay down and like, oh, that sounds fun. Um, sounds ideal. <laughs> like that's like the best. That's a bit of me. I'm like, yeah, sign me up for that. So I definitely, um, so at this yoga festival, they just have, they have like hundreds of classes. It's like a whole weekend thing. And so you get to try all these different like practices and healing modalities and stuff. So that was the first like experience I had. I did this like amazing sound bath there. And it was just like profound for me. Like the, the level of relaxation that I felt was just like, oh my gosh, like this is completely next level. Because like I said, I've always been really intrigued by meditation and wanting to adopt it in my life. I mean, we all know the benefits of meditation. It's, it's huge. Um, mm-hmm. And so meditation was always hard for me because I have like a, such a monkey mind and I'm just like always thinking and my thoughts are like all over the place. I'm just like, an overactive mind in general. So like telling me to sit there cross-legged with my eyes closed and meditate, like that's just, it wasn't working for me. (laughs) And if something isn't working for you, you're not going to consistently show up to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And the key with meditation is it takes consistency. You know, it's a consistent practice. You don't just doing it once, you know, every once in a while is isn't going to give you the same benefits as doing it every day. Mm. So I did this sound bath and I was just blown away by just the way that I felt during it. And then the, the feeling I had like the day after in the next, really the next week, it was just like, I was just like floating. I was just happy, like blissed out. Like it's just like this peaceful feeling of like, nothing matters. Like I'm good. I'm, (laughs) I'm happy. I'm healthy. Like, you know, so I was just like blown away. So then I went back home after this festival and I was seeking out like local people in my community that offered, you know, sound healing. 
And so I started doing it like once a month. I would go to like a once a month sound bath. And then I'm trying to think of the timing on this. So then it was at that point, I was still at my job for a while. Um, and then I was kind of coordinating a move across the country, with my partner. So I was kind of getting everything lined up for that. So it was like, I knew in my heart, like I knew at that point that I was quitting my job because I'm moving across the country, so I don't have a choice. <laughs> so <laughs> time to quit, time to quit that job. And like, so we did, we did move across the country about a year ago and I had, as soon as we got here, I was like looking, so sound healing and like, honestly, like holistic living wellness, all of that is very, very big um, in Portland, Oregon, where I live. It's like just a big community for um, like, well, alternative healing and things like that. So it was so exciting when I got here because there were so many people doing sound healing and all these like really fun healing modalities and stuff. So I was just like loving doing that. And then I went to this just really, really, really incredibly beautiful sound healing session. And after it, I was like, oh my gosh, like I meant to do this. Like, this is what I'm doing. Like, this for me is medicine and I need to share this medicine with others. And it was just like this knowing that like, yeah, like this is what I'm doing. Like, and I, at the time it was like, I moved out across the country with no job lined up, nothing. Like it was just like knowing like, okay, I'm going to move out here, have a completely fresh start and just follow my heart. Like, whatever my heart says yes to, that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to quit letting my mind be so logical about everything and get in the way. And I'm only going to lead with my heart and listen to what my heart, like where it takes me. And so this happened and I was like, this is it. This is what I'm meant to do. And so that was about a year ago. And I knew then that this is what I was going to be doing. But then the next eight or so months, I just didn't have the courage to fully step into this role and be a guide and a healer for people. I just didn't have that courage yet. Um, so I am in the very beginning stages of my business. It's only been like three months almost. So very beginning stages, but it has been like, a whirlwind and it's so exciting and I feel so passionate about passionate about this work like it just like lights me up and my heart just feels so 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 full and so happy mm. so it has been quite a journey of getting here um healing I mean we're never healed like it's not a destination we're always going to be healing um so it's definitely just a journey and like, there's always more work to do, but it's just, yeah, it's been beautiful and messy and, you know, all the things, but yeah, so that's what I'm doing now. Um, wow. That is so, so incredibly beautiful. And I love how at the time it may have seen seemed unfortunate and that you know everything might have been going wrong but now looking back at the journey everything was literally 
slotting into place. It was lining up, yeah. And I loved when you talked about um, your body actually taking control when you weren't listening to it because Mm -hmm. this is something that happened to me. um, It started about six months ago, very similar to that burnout, that um, Mm -hmm. go-go-go pursuit of Mm -hmm. more, just more, 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 take on more, do more, be more. And Mm -hmm. even though I was tired and even though I um, wasn't feeling like I was lit up or anything, um, I just kept going. And it wasn't until my health actually took um, a turn, uh, particularly my digestion, um, Mm -hmm. that it's actually been like, okay, now I have to stop. And in the last month, maybe two months, I've actually stopped, slowed down and so much joy and bliss and light has just come in and I'm on such a more aligned path now that wouldn't wouldn't have come along unless I'd taken the time to stop and slow down. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. We don't usually decide to make a change in our life until we're forced to oftentimes. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We just have to learn the hard way a lot of times, right? And that's why I wanted to, well, one of the reasons why I wanted to create this podcast and wanted to get people on like yourself to share our journey and share the learnings and the lessons to maybe save a few people um, Mm -hmm. having to learn that lesson as well, Mm -hmm. the hard way. Yeah. But um, sound healing just still the same as you, like interests me so much. Um, Do you mind sharing like what it is and how it works yeah so sound therapy is really it's just a healing modality that uses sound vibration and frequency to bring the mind body and spirit back into balance so I like to think of it kind of like an energetic massage so instead of using touch we're using frequency to kind of like massage the energy fields around the body. So there's a lot of focus in general on physical health, right? I mean, we know that there's a lot of emphasis on physical health, but our mental, our emotional, our spiritual health is just as important to us. And so it's really important to have practices that kind of um, address these aspects of us and sound healing is a really a beautiful one for it. Like I said, it's really amazing for people who want to learn how to meditate because like for me, someone who does have a hard time with just a traditional, you know, guided meditation, this is essentially a form of guided meditation, but instead of voice, we're using sound. So I use um, crystal singing bowls in my practice. And these frequencies that are emitted from the bowls alter our brain waves, shifting us into like these deeper states of theta, um, alpha, theta, and then even into delta brain waves. So it's like shifting our brain waves, which puts us into this very, very relaxed state. And this is when the body shifts out of the sympathetic state, which is also known as the fight or flight response. 
and then it shifts into the parasympathetic state, which is um, rest and digest. And this is also known as the healing state because we, our bodies can only heal when we're in a relaxed state. We can't heal when we're under you know, stress all the time. So it is super, super wonderful for that. Just like overall relaxation. I think most of the people that come to me for um, my sound baths are just want to relax and unwind. I think that is probably the most common um, reason why that people are drawn to it just to kind of relax. Um, but it also is great for um, boosting the immune system. It helps to improve sleep. It helps to reduce pain, um, helps with anxiety, depression. I mean, there are all kinds of like wonderful benefits to it. Um, but I'm trying to think. That is so special. And I love how it starts as you know, it can, people can come to it for different things. So for instance, for you, you came to sound healing mainly for healing your physical body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then what mm -hmm. were like the main differences you noticed when you started implementing it regularly? Well, since I had been living in the fight or flight response my whole entire life, it was like a chance for me to start just coming back into my body, getting out of my head, finding stillness, which was just hard for me at first. Now it's like, oh my gosh, I just love like doing nothing. Like I love just, you know, lounging around. I don't need to be busy anymore. Like I really don't. And I enjoy doing nothing and enjoy relaxing. But there was a time when I couldn't sit and relax. And I think that's how a lot of people are. Everyone's just so used to being busy and so used to doing multitasking and doing many different things that when people, like they really don't want to just relax mm. or they don't know how to. Mm. And so for me, it was, that was to me, like the most beneficial part was just learning how to like, okay, just be in my body. Like, wow, this is what relaxation feels like. Wow. Like just even the first time, like feeling the actual physical sensations of my body. Like if you, if you close your eyes and tune in, you can feel this subtle um, vibrating, tingling sensation in the body. Like that is like our life force energy. And you can only feel that when you're really, really like still and tuned in, you know, otherwise we're walking around just kind of like numb to ourselves. And so when I started doing sound healing, I started just like feeling the sensation, these subtle, subtle sensations in my body again that I, I never felt before. And it's just like this, like aliveness too, that has been just really, really incredible. And I'm just like, I, I honestly hardly can meditate any other way now. It's like, I, I love having, um, and it's not, it doesn't even just have to be like a crystal singing bowls. It's like even just doing like, there's all kinds of different sound meditations. It doesn't have to be like singing bowls or whatever, but just, I find for me that like sound in general just helps me kind of like relax a little bit quicker 
you know, and go deeper into meditation versus just like a quiet, silent meditation or just a guided um, meditation. Mm, I definitely relate to that. Like, I think it's always nice to have uh, some form of soothing uh, music to get you into that deeper state. My uh, yoga teacher, she's absolutely gorgeous, does Yin and Nidra, and she Mm. sometimes uses the crystal sound bowls, but Mm -hmm. she's very um, strategical is not the right word, but um, I think intentional with her music when she Mm -hmm. does her uh, yoga Nidra and in, in the sense that it's very like a transition like you'll have your nice smooth um your smooth tunes and then as she starts guiding you through the meditation as you start building up towards the transcendence at the end mm-hmm. there's like a really powerful um perfect powerful song playing and it just honestly creates the most profound experiences mm. in the body because you're feeling it in the emotional the physical level oh, yeah it's just amazing. So, and like to go back into like the emotional aspect of and how sound really helps to heal the emotions is because the vibrations, the frequencies penetrate through the body. So sound isn't only heard by the ears. It's also heard really by the whole body. And so it reaches and penetrates all the way into the cells. And like I said, the organs, the tissues, the cells, so this is where our, you know, emotions can get trapped so when we have these vibrations kind of like going in and kind of like they're shaking things loose they're stirring things up and Mm. so oftentimes during a sound bath I mean it's it's very common for people to just feel intense emotion come on for no apparent reason it'll just come out of nowhere and they'll just feel like crying or you know there could be feelings of anger or frustration just like grief anything like you can just feel it just coming up out of nowhere and that's because these vibrations are just getting in there and bringing it up to the surface to be released so it's really an amazing tool for kind of like releasing all of these suppressed emotions that we have so i often tell people ahead of time, like just letting them know, like it's totally normal if for some reason you just get like super emotional during it, you know, and how important it is to just allow it to happen and not judge yourself and not attach a story to it. Just Mm -hmm. allow it to come up and, and let it go. So yeah, that, that's definitely happens and happens probably almost every single time to me for the first like 10 times that I did it it would just be like just like a release you know like a really big beautiful release and so it's not always like that for me anymore because I think I've worked through a lot of that and like healed a lot of that in me but yeah so that's so beautiful so with those big emotional releases would they then be coming from the energy channels being unblocked as a result. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, wow. so, yeah, so you think about how it, um, like it kind of works through like the chakra system. So the, like the seven main energy centers in the body and 
it is like clearing those blockages. So when we become blocked in any one of the energy centers, it kind of, you know, affects our emotions and like our psychological state and all of that. And then, so it's just kind of like, it's just bringing us back into harmony, back into like homeostasis, you know? So the body is always seeking balance, always. And so we just need to find tools that we can use to help support it in coming back into balance. And that's what these tools are, you know, whether it's yoga, whether it's, you know, meditation, sound healing, breath work, you know, breath work is another one that I am just like super, super um, in love with because it has also been, had super transformative for me. That's so awesome. So I guess energy, sound energy healing is very similar to acupuncture in the sense that it's releasing blockages. Yep. Allowing it to flow. Absolutely. Because with blockages comes stagnation and inflammation. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. That's so powerful. So would you say that sound healing is more like um, like a – pillar in holistic health that you use um or is it like your only kind of um holistic health um healing practice that you use um it's i it's definitely like a pillar i mean i don't think it's like the only thing i like i think movement is so important um in a healthy lifestyle like movement i love yoga and i think just moving our body, whether it's dance. I mean, dance is another just really wonderful practice for just kind of like coming back into the body, just releasing um, pent up emotions and stuff. I think movement is a really important part of it. Um, Like I said, any kind of meditation practice, it doesn't have to be sound healing. It's just sound healing is what works for me. And it is such potent medicine for me and what I love to share with others. Um, but I would say any kind of meditation practice, I would say definitely um, just eating a clean diet, really, really important. And um, connection, community, like that social aspect, hugely important. And sleep. <sighs> sleep is undervalued and truly like just a critical, critical component of health. And so overlooked as well. Mm-hmm. And like naps. Like I remember um, <sighs> my energy healer man telling me in December, like, you know, one of his non-negotiables um, for holistic energy healing was naps. And at the time I couldn't even sit still without having, oh, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. So the thought of a mm-hmm. nap was just mm-hmm. terrifying having to, um, you know, fork out a time in my afternoon where I could be doing this or I should be doing that. But mm-hmm. after doing it, you just feel so awesome. <laughs> I am a huge proponent of naps. I actually had a nap today. So <laughs> <laughs> huge proponent. I mean, yeah, rest is so, so, so important. And if if your body wants to nap, let it. Like that means it needs sleep. Yeah. And oftentimes, even in, in a sound bath, people do fall asleep quite often. And, and I also tell them that's completely okay. That's completely fine because either way, whether you're awake or you're asleep, your body's going to get exactly what it needs. So if you fall asleep during it, that's okay. Like you just needed to sleep. Mm. That's fine. 
because then it would be more subconscious that it would be mm-hmm. tapping yeah. into. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about the how you're talking about the delta brain waves, like how how those those work? Yeah, so like our normal waking state, we're in kind of like a beta a beta a brain wave. Um, you start to enter the alpha brain waves when you go into meditation. So that is just like a slower brain wave frequency. And then even beyond the alpha, you reach the theta. The theta is kind of like that, the brainwave state right before falling asleep. So that's really how you access the subconscious mind is in this theta brainwave right before you fall asleep. So that's why you might hear people talking about like right before falling asleep, like at in bed at night, like start to visualize like anything you want to manifest in your life like do it in those 10 minutes before you fall asleep because you're accessing the subconscious mind um in that in that state right before sleep so then after theta you have the delta and that is like deep sleep Mm. so they're just getting slower and slower and slower so sound healing just kind of like it is slowing down the brain waves um it works through the concept is called brainwave entrainment. So you kind of think about how, like, say you listen to like a really upbeat song and all of a sudden you just want to like dance, like nobody told you to dance, but like, you just want to like move your body. Like, you're just like, oh, this song's so good. And then think of like, when you listen to like a really soft and slow song, you just kind of like take a deep breath you start to just like relax a little bit so this is the brain becoming entrained to these frequencies so it shifts like how your body reacts so when the brain becomes entrained to the frequencies from these crystal bowls it's just like bringing you to that relaxed state just naturally you know you don't have to do anything it just happens for you naturally based on, you know, the frequencies that are emitted. So it's just pulling you out of that, like, waking conscious state and moving you to, like, the more meditative, more relaxed, more, like, uh, healing, you know, brainwaves, states. Awesome. So it's pretty cool. Gosh, yeah. That's so interesting. And the theta, that's your creativity. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I yeah. remember some philosopher, the name escapes me now, or some very intelligent um, leader in history used to uh, nap on a chair and have something that would drop to wake him up so that he would nap but drop, but the drop would wake him up. So he was just tapping in and out of this theta brainwave to spark uh-huh. creativity. Wow. Yeah, that is fascinating. Very fascinating. Because I remember seeing on your website how sound healing enhances creativity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's really special. Wow. Amazing. There's so much to it. And like I um, now, you know, hearing you talk about how everything is energetic based, Mm -hmm. just thinking now to like how you talk about the food we eat, to the vibrations Mm -hmm. we feel, Mm -hmm. to the thoughts we think. thinking back to the Japanese scientists, the study he did on um, 
the effect that words have on water crystals. Have you seen? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So amazing. Just the fact that words like love and gratitude produce these really beautiful water crystals and yet the words like you disgust me or Mm -hmm. um, negative words actually created this just distorted water through the microscope. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's just, it's so special. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I have heard that. It's amazing. And when I think when you have that um, that awareness, you become so much more conscious of the thoughts you're thinking, the environment that Absolutely. you're in. Um, it's everything. I mean, mm. it's like the people you surround yourself with. I mean, all of it. It's all interconnected. So true. Oh, my gosh. I love this. Oh, I could just honestly chat about this all day with you, my love. It's so fun. <laughs> um do you mind kind of sharing um, where people could find you? Like is, I know I understand you're in lockdown at the moment, like is mm-hmm. virtual sound healing something that um, can be done or is it mainly like you need to be in person? So I do offer virtual sound baths. I do about two sessions, two events a month. Wow. Um, and you can find all the information on well I'm most active on Instagram so my handle for that is Brooke Lyons underscore um b-r-o-o-k-e-l-y-o-n-s underscore um so yeah if you want to check me out on there you kind of get all the information for the live virtual sound baths that I offer and then I'm going to be offering private one-on-one sessions done virtually as well so those are coming very soon so stay tuned for that but yeah hey, exciting. That is so exciting I'll um, link your Instagram at the bottom oh, of perfect the notes as well so Amazing. everyone can find you on there um, and I just want to round out with my last question that I do on everybody um, what is your higher self trying to tell you right now Patience. Yeah. Patience keeps coming back. Yeah. I especially like being in like the the new stages of like having a business and stuff. I find that I keep comparing myself to people that are years further along than I am. And so I keep like, you know, hearing like just be patient. You know, enjoy where you're at right now. Mm. And you know, you will get there. You know, everything you want is on its way to you right now. You're exactly where you're meant to be. Yeah. That's gorgeous. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. You are freaking amazing. So grateful for that. (laughs) It was so interesting to hear more about it all. And I can't wait to tune into your virtual events. This is so awesome. Amazing. Thank you, Crystal. No worries at all. Happy to be here. (laughs) Thank you, guys.